0: This episode is brought to you by the Big Ears Festival, taking place from March 21st through 24th, 2024 in Knoxville, and featuring an incredible range of performers from Herbie Hancock to Laurie Anderson to Kurt Vile. BigEarsFestival.org. This episode is brought to you by Atomic Books. Atomic is an independent bookstore full of objects made of paper, vinyl, plastic, and various other actual materials at the edge of time. Specializing in literary comics, small press, art books, and great regional beer at 8 Bar in the back of the store. Come to 3620 Falls Road in Hamden or go to AtomicBooks.com. Atomic Books, literary finds for mutated minds.
1: Nobody's writing lyrics like that. You know, he, he was the street poet. That 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 song had and the cover and him with the sunglasses and the reflection. You'll never be the same, and I never was. And I I go back to it all the time.
0: This is Essential Tremors. I'm Lee Gardner. I'm Matt Byers. The idea behind this show is to have musicians and other creators talk about songs that shaped who they are. We're not looking for favorite songs, necessarily. We're also not looking for songs that they'd choose to take with them if they were stranded on a desert island. What we're looking for are songs that have significance to them, songs that might have changed the course of their creative lives or their lives in general.
1: I woke up this morning, didn't recognize It's just me that I proceed to brush some strangers
0: teeth over the course of nine studio albums and countless live performances Kurt Weil has built a body of work that recalls eras of American rock music beloved by many while simultaneously making it unmistakably his own while his contributions to Philadelphia-based band The War on Drugs were similar to his solo work Vile's songs are even more tuneful and heavily guitar-driven, again evoking high points of American rock music of the last 50 years. Vile will perform at this year's Big Ears Festival in Knoxville, Tennessee in March 2024. The first song Vile chose as being formative for him was Street Hassle by Lou Reed.
1: Yeah. The first song I chose is um, Street Hassle by Lou Reed. And I chose this song because obviously Lou Reed, he stands for so much. Um, But I remember when I was a teen and uh, you could find records for a couple dollars, you know, at the record store used, but also then you go to somewhere like the book trader and they're like one dollar. And I was a really into Lou Reed or the idea of him but Street Hassle the album cover calls out to you he looks really cool in sunglasses and there's this reflection on his sunglasses um, and you can t- kind of see it's, it's almost like you look into those sunglasses and you go into another dimension and it, it, that you know which is accurate because when you're talking about a teenager discovering Lou Reed or whatever like he will never be the same you know now I'm 43 years old and not only that, but it's the title track, "Street Hassle," and there's a couple songs to open up. They're sort of live and very, um, just kind of jagged and raw. He's he's talking in a really weird, quivery voice, and then track three comes on, um, and it's uh the title track, "Street Hassle," and it's got like three parts. It's, it's got these. Horn sections, it's just basically like a street play, you know, street hassle. A lot of street talk, a lot of a lot of words that we can't necessarily say on this show. But um it's almost like a love story of two uh people it's hard to I, I guess I guess it's a paid exchange of of uh, getting together. Um, but they it they he makes it really romantic and then um that ends with neither one regretting a thing. And it's very his voice is very pretty and quivery, and the music behind it, the strings are just so good. And then the next the next uh the next act comes in and it's an eleven minute song, okay? The next act happens and someone overdoses and it's uh he's Lou Lou is talking in a different voice about somebody saying I'll just lay her out in the darkened street, you know, still by morning, man, she's just another hit and run. Um, which is cold, you know. Um and it doesn't say the the ma- the main character, the pimp or whoever it was, whoever was involved. I don't know, it doesn't matter. Um the music is so beautiful. No back you know, he he used it later for Squid and the Whale and I was like, all right, you get that. But uh, I got it first, I think. I got it before Noah because I got it in my teens. And it's, um, anyway, out of nowhere, this is the Arista years, uh, late seventies. Um, out of nowhere, a young uh, Bruce Springsteen's voice can be heard, and he's not credited in the record. And he's like, "No wait, man, that's just a lie. That's just a lie." She tells her friends. I think he says to pay. You know, he alludes to his own music, and and then Lou comes in at the end, and he's just like. He's got the best voice ever, and it's very nostalgic and beautiful. He's like, "Love is gone away," you know. I took the rings off my fingers. There's nothing left to say. I don't know. It's just so good. It's just an epic street play, street hassle, and um, it stands for so much. Uh, that's what I love, you know, Lou, as uh, as much of a roller coaster as his uh, discography is, and what everything he stands for from. The Velvet Underground, on through, you know, all his uh, transformations. Um, this one really stands for because lately on the road we listen to the Bells a lot, and that is that is an insanely fried but addictive album. And he's and it's also the Arista years where you imagine he's been up for days and not planning to go to sleep anytime soon, and and he's just he's got this maniacal quiver in his voice, and the lyrics are just nobody's writing lyrics like that. You know, he he was the street poet. Uh, so yeah. Anyway, yeah that 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 song. If I had and the cover and him with the sunglasses and the reflection and going into that Lou Reed portal, you'll never be the same, and I never was. And I, I go back to it all the time. So that song
2: stands for Lou. I'm so thrilled that you picked this because I had um, I, I can't say I had quite uh, as I can't say that I had quite as profound an experience, uh, but um, yeah, I love that record. I got it out of a cutout bin too, the best, like whatever, $3.99 I ever spent. Um, And, um, you know, I am of the feeling that more records should sound like Street Hassle, not so much Street Hassle itself, which would be a tall order for anyone, but the other songs, the songs you mentioned, there's something kind of disjointed and like the band can't quite hear each other, but somehow it works. I think more more records should sound like that. Um.
1: Absolutely. They should. Oh, yeah. And then the very the very last song on Street Hassle is called Wait. And it's just like a good it, it's like it's just a backup singers. It's like a good vibe. It's a good vibe ending, you know, and, and that same quivery voice, but sort of like, wait, Oh, babe, I... W- oh, whatever. It's, it's so good. It's such a good record and a good ender.
2: When you heard this record, did you already sort of have an idea of what rock music was supposed to be like, that this changed or flipped or something like that?
1: Sure. You know, when I was when I was that age, in my early teens, Lou Reed was like... I would consider him classic rock. You know, ever, uh, walk on the wild side. You hear that on the radio, you know, instantaneous. And that's all I really knew... Uh, I think I can't remember if I got it before or after I heard the Velvet Underground, but I had friends who played the Velvet Underground and that was obviously raw and jangly. And so I just remember distinctly hearing, you know, Femme Fatale with or with or with those, ba- you know, the backing vocals of Lou and I don't know if it's Sterling. I'm not sure, but it. they're just like a tiny cutting version of, of, of but still, like, draws you right in as, as you know, the Lou that talks to you on the radio for walking on the wild side saying things like, in all the color, girls go doot do?" doot I mean, I he just own, owns it, you know, uh, and, uh, and I think, you know, I, yeah, when you're a kid, I, I had, like, sort of, I was into sort of alternative music and starting to get into indie rock music of sorts, but... Lou was the gateway into old music and classic music, and it's funny, you know. You'd consider it classic rock at first as a team, but you know it's so much more than that. And you know that he's he's got a foot. Wow, oh, man! I mean, he's, he's like uh, he's got more than two feet. Let's put it that way. And he's got feet all over, you know, all over this, all over the, you know, even in, in in Street Hustle, it's got the classical sort of avant garde thing. Even, you know and that's that's another leg of his uh, that's his influences He's got feet everywhere let's put it that way He's got his foot in everything
2: I need your lovers of their day they just slip away.
0: The second piece of music Vile chose as being essential to forming his sensibilities was The Happening by the Pixies.
1: going through a real nostalgic, I'm remembering my teens a lot, and, um, this song is off the album Bossa Nova, usually people, people's go-to Pixies albums, from front to back, etc., are the Pixies' Doolittle, with all the hits, like, This Monkey Gone to Heaven, and, um, Here Comes Your Man, Trump Le is another one, but this one, this album's a little weirder, um, but I love it but this is from the album Bossa Nova and um it starts out with these crazy sounding drums with gates on them and a, a riff um and he's singing about basically Roswell or they, they uh, or um what do they call it um they got a ranch they call number 51 you know lot 51 they got a ranch they call number 51 and um, he's got this shrill scream, and uh, you can hear Kim Deal in the background, of course, Kim Deal from The Breeders. First, she was the Pixies, great bass player, and uh, backing vocals sometimes. Um, in this one, she sings this awesome falsetto. And uh, I just remember walking around listening to this song my in my headphones in a cassette player mixtape, you know, and... And I think about this song a lot lately because I love how euphoric that is. We played a festival together in Redondo Beach, outside of L.A. and I wasn't thinking anything of it at the time because uh, I've I've come I've crossed paths with Frank Black playing with uh Dinosaur Jr. etc. They're my friends, but I hadn't seen the Pixies live, strangely enough. And you kind of take them for granted because they're the Pixies, and and um, and they played at this festival and. I mean, I'll tell you because it's it's heavy, but it's real. Our our bandmate Rob Laxow, who had been with us for a long time, you know, over ten years. He he uh, he uh, he got he was sick with cancer for a couple of years, but like the the night before he passed away, suddenly it took us all by surprise. And uh, I sort of it was right before I went on stage to play this solo gig for this festival, and the next day was this festival with the pick season. And uh, when they went on, it, it just I just saw the power of music and uh, just being able to transport back to my teens in the same way. And um, They didn't play The Happening, but The Happening is my favorite song, and I, I mentioned it to them that day. And I've since seen the Pixies a couple times. I just love how amazing they are live and how they got those catchy songs, but all the original members still play, except for Paz is on bass instead of... Um, Kim Deal but she she really is animated and a great bass player and she carries on that spirit and I love to see them live they're my favorite live band they're like our classic rock and after I saw them uh for the second time I I, I my friend Kevin Carrigan and Michael Shannon and David Wyke who have a band in New York they were on my latest video for my my newest single called Good Year for the Roses we we did a cover of uh, The Happening twice um one we're actually playing the happening in the music video, but uh yeah we we were so I was so inspired by this live show that I just wanted to cover it and so it's like my influence of today and I love just to look at that band and they they up at several levels like a you're the best classic rock band of my time or something and um up there on the stage now just cutting through and killing it um so if they got me. Covering their songs now, you know, with my friend's band twice, two gigs in a row at Otto's Shrunken Head up in New York. Uh, I just love that I can uh, time travel that way. It's, that's part of why I listen to music.
0: Beyond Video is a volunteer-run video library in Baltimore. Basically, an old-school video rental store reimagined with a 21st century nonprofit twist. Beyond offers nearly 30,000 titles from every region, era, and genre of cinema on DVD, Blu-ray, and VHS, a collection created by crowdsourcing disc donations from movie lovers like you. With no rental fees or late fees, members get unlimited rentals from their collection for a small monthly donation. Find out more about joining or donating at beyondvideo.org, or when in Baltimore, visit Beyond at 2545 North Howard Street. And for a limited time, new members who mention essential tremors when signing up will get an extra month for free. Molten Plains Fest is back for its second year in Denton, Texas. Fostering the spirit of adventurous music and further sounds, the Molten Plains monthly series expands into a two-day-long event on the second weekend of December, Friday, December 8th, and Saturday, December 9th. The festival will feature 13 sets of more than 30 artists coming from 10 cities, including a first-time duo of Joe McPhee and Zoe Amba, the ecstatic trio of Wendy Eisenberg, Damon Smith, and Stefan Gonzalez, a solo set from Sean Meehan, as well as Water Damage, Christina Carter, and Andrew Weathers and David Menestri's Tamarisk Project. Tickets and more information at moltenplains.com. The final piece of music Vile chose as being crucial to him was In Walked Bud by Thelonious Monk.
1: All right, my third song is... uh, Thelonious Monk from the album *Underground*, uh, where he looks like he's in a he's a, in a bunker. He's got his piano down there with a bunch of ammo, etc. It's one of his late period albums. He he, he and, but it was the first Thelonious Monk album I ever bought in my early twenties when I lived up in Boston and uh it's. It sort of represents to me too how I like to sit around and read books and listen to jazz because it's often instrumental. But the the, the thing about Thelonious Monk and this song, this this song sort of represents the whole album. What he he was a genius, innovative piano p- player, obviously. But if if you hear all all the melody in his keys, he has he often has the accompanists. Uh, the sax, etc. They're not playing harmonies with him. They're playing in unison to his his uh, melodies on the keys. I read that. I didn't notice, I didn't think about it, but then I read it in a book and that's sort of what makes these songs drone on and, and put you in, in the zone because it's one steady melody. And you can really hum along to the saxophone. I remember driving around in my beat up Volvo, listening to a cassette recording of this whole album and literally just humming along to the melodies of this song. Later in the album, there's a a version of his In Walked Bud that has actual lyrics on it. And at one point, they say, finding that note nobody wrote, putting it down. And I put that in my song, actually. I stole that line, basically, and put it in one of my early songs, Overnight Religion, where I say, hear my guitar chiming and climbing. Finding all the notes that nobody wrote, and all that time making it my religion, and uh, I just love, I love the kind of, the kind of stuff, the kind of music you want to play over and over. This this album's so organic, the whole thing. Where you'll just keep flipping it. Uh, I played it a lot again over the pandemic, which you know was just a couple years ago in my in my forties. So to transport back to my twenties when I first got it and later you know when I was in my later 20s a little a little that you know hustling let's say and uh, still working and trying to get out of uh, my blue collar life maybe not as healthy as I living the healthy life and driving around listening to Thelonious Monk and uh, just his core he was so unique in such a uh, he had his share of troubled times and he was just Uh, influential to all the greats and maybe didn't get quite uh, as much uh, success in his lifetime as some of his contemporaries but this album in particular, I I always, it's just funny I, I, I got it early on and I sit around listening to jazz to read but it's amazing how this one there's something about it that's so organic that you'll uh, just play it over and over again. It, um, and I just like that it's it, it's, it's his same uh, quartet or that he used for a long time. And, uh, yeah.
2: Well, you know, uh, Monk has come up on the show a lot. I mean, which maybe shouldn't be that surprising because, you know, a lot of people um, have had their minds blown by him. Uh, and it's interesting to, uh, you know... Uh, it seems like he would be hard to he's easy to be inspired by but i imagine he would be hard to imitate it's interesting that you pulled that lyric out because i feel like that that's maybe what he kind of inspires everyone to do right it's like find that thing that no one else has done because that's i know i'm probably sounding like i'm stoned which (laughs) i'm not but right but it's like find that thing that no one else has found right yeah because that was his specialty right And that's
1: the beauty, too, because in that moment, him and his friends are singing about Bud Powell, you know, in Walked Bud. But it's true. Um, And that's the beauty, right? Like, uh, uh, there's certain things that grab you. You know, the the earlier, I don't want to say it, the sooner you know it, the better, because maybe you have to grow into it and be a comfortable musician on your own. But the whole uh, quote that there is nothing new under the sun. Which I think I got from, uh, oh man, I'm spacing on his name right now. But he wrote Hellfire and the Twisted Roots of, of Country Music. Uh, all these great
2: Nick Toshes,
1: Nick Toshes, Nick Toshes. I always say Nick Toshes, but if Nick Toshes, uh, that's the beauty, you know, like or, uh, but you have your own spin on it, right? Yeah, finding that note nobody wrote technically. Well, yeah, then you start to listen to Sun Ra, and you're like, maybe you're right, because he liked to play in-between be- in notes, you know? Uh, there are, there, And, only, you know, the, the scale, A through G, somebody wrote that down first, and then people forget, like, anything is, like, everybody studies. That's just because somebody said the scales are A through G, uh, and in-between. You know, like... And we're all just looking at pages that other people wrote. Uh, so yeah, you—that's that's part of the fun, right? Find that note nobody wrote, because uh, some people copy, others steal. You know, the, there's all those cliches that are that are helpful in different moments in our lives. You know, to know there's things you could take, and nobody would ever know, and then it becomes yours. It's all—it's all variations on the same riff. <laughs> Here and in the music.
2: <laughs> so, uh, you know, is there? can we look forward to a Kurt Bile microtonal album anytime soon, or are you going to stick with the A through G?
1: Well, I, I think, you know, I think that I'm, I'm open to all of it. Same with, like, uh, today it's very easy in modern music for people to, uh, recording on Pro Tools or whatever, to stay on the grid or, you know, lock into the time map. But yeah, I'm all about not doing that because uh, notes or time, what what are they, you know? <laughs>
0: This has been Essential Tremors. Essential Tremors is produced by me, Matt Byers, and Lee Gardner. Essential Tremors is distributed by WYPR, Baltimore. For more information about Essential Tremors, go to EssentialPodcast.com. Thanks for listening.